0: Hello friends, and welcome back to Miss Shelved, your biweekly dose of bookstore love. I'm your host, Nicole Brinkley. If this is somehow your first episode, thanks for stumbling into some bonus content, but welcome! Normally, every two weeks, I introduce you to an independent bookseller in conversation with an author they love. This week is a little different, though, because we're on hiatus between seasons two and three. We'll be back on January 31st, 2022, but until then, we've got some book recommendations for you. I asked our season two booksellers what books they love in genres outside of what they normally read. I always feel like that's a great way to find new books that are really accessible to you in genres you might not normally read. So if you don't read romance, maybe pick up a romance recommendation, or if you don't normally read nonfiction, try one of these nonfiction recommendations. I also asked our season two authors the same question. If you wanna see their responses, you'll have to head over to our Patreon page. That's patreon.com slash nebrinkley. That'll be up in the next week or so if you're listening to this episode on the day that it goes live. They have some really good answers, so I hope you check it out. In the meantime, I'm going to stop talking and let our booksellers do what they do best, give you amazing book recommendations.
1: My name is Mariana. I am the bookstore manager at Savoy Bookshop and Cafe in Westerly, Rhode Island, and A genre that I don't typically read too much is just literary fiction, and I'm doing a little bit of a throwback to one I loved a few years back, which is The Twelve Lives of Samuel Hawley by Hannah Tinty that came out in 2017. And it is a story about a father and his daughter, and it's the story of Then just trying to exist and live, his daughter Lou kind of growing up and going through just teen angst and also his past potentially catching up to them. So you learn about these 12 scars from bullets on his body and as the story goes on you get kind of the story of each of those. And it is just a wonderfully written book and it was a book that made me realize I find stories about fathers and daughters fascinating. And it is probably because I grew up with two moms, which I think is hysterical. (laughs) But a good book that really highlights that relationship, I think, can be really special. And I don't know too many more that do that in a way that doesn't get creepy or just gross. But this one is just very much a relationship where they're really looking out for one another. And it's just a good story. And I haven't gotten to read a lot of adult fiction in the last few years because I was managing a children's bookstore. So
2: that's my throwback. All right. My name is Reed Davidson. I'm an assistant manager at Harvard Bookstore in Cambridge, Massachusetts, and I don't typically read adult literary fiction, but I would like to recommend to you Archive of Alternate Endings by Lindsay Drager by Jank Books, D-Z-A-N-C Books. It is thematically partially a retelling of the Hansel and Gretel story told over Hundreds of years in 75-year increments for years where Halley's Comet appears and really is about how queer stories and other forms of stories, but largely queer stories, do or do not get preserved. It's also sometimes a vaguely post-apocalyptic novel but it's not in a sci-fi way just in a normal we're killing the earth way and it's absolutely gorgeous a lot of it is told through shorter vignettes and follows different characters who are sometimes connected to each other even across sort of generations and millennia it's a really beautiful book it's a fairly short book so you might want to spend time ruminating over it but if you want to read it in one sitting it is definitely a book that can be read in one sitting. Hi, I'm Christina Russell, a book buyer and event coordinator at Books and Books in Miami, Florida, and I want you to read Milk, Blood, Heat by Dantielle Moniz. This is a short story collection set in Florida, and she's perfectly encapsulated so many of the corners of Florida that I know and see with gorgeous, visceral words. She explores Black girlhood and womanhood in this corner of the South in what I think is a really illuminating and powerful way, and these stories are just so thoughtful and submersive um, and subversive, and it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful book. Pick it up. I'm Jeff Pollerin. I'm the social media
1: coordinator at Copper Dog Books, and I'm here to tell you that you absolutely must pick up Honey Girl by Morgan Rogers. It is a coming-of-age story and contemporary romance about a girl who feels lost because her life always goes according to a plan, maybe not her plan, but her dad's plan until suddenly it doesn't and she is forced to realize that you can still live your life without a plan and it is perfect for anyone any millennial who's struggling with the existential terror of oh my god I have no idea what I'm doing and I'm trying to figure it out as I go it is perfect for any lonely creature out there who is feeling lost and I cannot recommend it enough Hey y'all. My name is Abby. I'm from the Briar Patch in Bangor, Maine. And today I want to tell you about a newer romance called Honey Girl. I'm not normally a romance reader, but COVID has definitely made me want to read books that will definitely have happy endings. And Honey Girl is just a beautiful story about Grace Porter, who has gone on a girl's trip to Vegas and woken up one morning and realized she married a random lady the night before. And it is a beautiful story about identity and love and just being fresh out of college and not knowing what you're going to do with your life. I cannot recommend it enough. Hi, my name is Cassie. I'm the school and children's events coordinator at Wellesley Books in Massachusetts. And I really, really think you should read Honey Girl by Morgan Rogers. Honey Girl is a soothing balm, a coming-of-age sapphic romance for the nearly 30-somethings about star girls and earth girls, lonely creatures, found queer families, girls who have to fight for their place in the world and the ones who love them. If this past year has beaten you down and you're looking for a gentle hug,
3: this is the book for you. Hi, this is Claire Benedict at Bear Pond Books, and the book I've read recently, that's a little bit outside of my usual genre, which is fiction and more fiction, is Good Talk by Mira Jacob, which is a graphic memoir. Those are two genres I don't read very much of, but this book I just loved. It's called A Memoir in Conversations, and it's by an Indian American woman who is confronted around 2016 with talking about race to her nine-year-old son. She is married to a Jewish man, and she has this mixed-race child who's asking her a lot of questions about race, and it's a lot of things that she hasn't thought about and hasn't talked about herself. And in the era of Donald Trump, is having to confront that now that she has a little brown boy of her own. Again, it's funny, (laughs) taking a serious subject, making it funny. It's really kind of heart-wrenching. It's very very warm, it's very honest, and I highly recommend it. The graphics are really engaging. It uses photography and drawing, and she did all of the illustrations herself. So that's Good Talk by Mira Jacob.
2: Hi, I'm Erica Watkins. I work at Green Apple Books on the Park in San Francisco, California. And I recently got into reading inspirational memoirs. And the first one that really spoke to my heart was Dusk, Night, Dawn by Anne Lamott. Anne Lamott is local to the San Francisco Bay Area. And she has this really kind of knack for describing life as it's happening and really just, you know, being honest about the way we feel about bad things and acknowledging that they happen, but we can still find hope, especially when the next day comes. (laughs) That would be *Dust Night Dawn by Anne Lamott.
4: Hi, I'm Allie Kirkpatrick, and I'm the owner of Old Town Books in Alexandria, Virginia. I'm not a big science fiction and fantasy reader, but I just read Sea of Tranquility by Emily St. John Mandel. And it's such a beautiful book. It's also a book I would not have picked up right away because on the description of it, it says it's a book of the plague and I've kind of had enough of pandemics and stuff, but don't let that deter you because it's a really beautiful book and it follows multiple characters across multiple times from 1912 Vancouver to uh, the distant future. And it deals with a lot of themes and she's just an amazing writer. I have two young kids and it just really captures um, the sort of intersection of like love and fear and trying to protect people you love. And it's a special book and it's not a bummer. And I would suggest it for those reasons. (laughs) Um, So it comes out in April of next year. So you can pre-order it now. And yeah, I highly recommend it.
0: And we close the chapter on another episode. If you liked it, and we hope you do, don't forget to subscribe and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, we're on them all. If you really like what we do, you can support us by following on Instagram and Twitter at MissShelvedPod. Early access to episodes, as well as lots of other cool perks, are available over at my Patreon. That's patreon.com slash n-e-brinkley. Happy reading!